0: Oh, yo, welcome to Black Kid Thoughts Podcast, man. The only podcast that's on with you and mine. Here I have a special guest, none other than me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the end. Let me stop. (laughs) This podcast is going to be titled Anxiety. Now, as you guys know, I suffer from Great anxiety disorder. Um meaning I just overthink, over analyze, it caused my body to go into fight or flight mode. And I have I started panicking. I done had many, many and dozens and dozens of panic attacks just from being in the house too long or just from being in a social setting and I don't really know the people and I um, overanalyze. oh they must be talking about me, they must be looking at my fit. do I look good like and so like anxiety can take a toll on your everyday life. I know people say everybody has a have some form of anxiety, but some people some people's anxiety is worse than others um some people' anxiety actually affects their day to day life, it causes great strain on their activities or they cancel plans because they know they're going to be around a large group of people or crowds of people um my anxiety for me I don't really know sometimes I have triggers and I don't know where the triggers are coming from necessarily I just feel the sensation of panic or of impending doom and like I don't know where this you know where the pinpoint is um you know what I'm saying? I just know that I feel it in my body. And um I think a lot of it had to do with having my first panic attack like three years ago. It kind of just trickled down a lot of the current panic attacks because it's like the fear of having another one, the fear of having another one. It just continues to overlap the thoughts, the thoughts, the thoughts. And then eventually it affects you subconsciously. Subconscious mean you don't even know that it's taking a toll on you, but it is. And then you feel the sensations. And so um, I also have um, hy- hypochondriac. I'm a hypochondriac, meaning I worry about health. And talking to my therapist, I was able to pinpoint kind of where it might come from. Um, I lost a lot of people dear, near and dear people In my family to a lot of illnesses like cancer and um, um, gun violence and things of that nature. And these deaths happen suddenly, meaning um, people just died at the drop of a hat. You don't have time to process anything. You just one day they're here, the next day they're not. And so your body remembers that trauma. It remembers those days or it remembers that time of the year when that person left. And around my grandma's anniversary every year, I feel anxious. Like, I feel like it's an impending doom. Like, and sometimes I forget that it's February and I just, I'll be like, why am I feeling like this? And then I remember it's February and she passed in February. And so your body stores that memory is muscle memory within your body. And that's why it's important to meditate so that you can move that energy around within your body and get in tune. Um, But yeah, like when, you know. I lost a lot of people to deaths that I, you know, it was just random. And so I fear of illness, <clears throat> meaning if I have a cold, I'll overthink that. To, oh, damn, you have pneumonia. Oh, damn, you're dying. Oh, fuck. Like you, you have COVID-19 and it could just be a simple cold. You know what I'm saying? And so it's hard to process um, those thoughts when there's so many going on at one time. And so my thing that I do is I try to think or jot down what exactly is going through my mind at that very moment. And a lot of times there's no right or wrong answer. It's just that you just write down whatever comes to your mind. And it it may not make sense, but you have to get that energy out of you and transfer it to another form. And so when you write something on paper, it's now transformed out of your mind onto another, um, surface or another, um, canvas, and you're able to release it in some form. Um, now it takes a lot of practice to master journaling and meditation. I sage as well, smudge, I, another word is smudging. Um, All those things are tactics to release energy, to remove negative thoughts, negative feelings. Um, A lot of people do tapping, which is like tapping on your wrist, tapping on your your leg, your arm, to release that energy within your body that's stored. Um, It's a lot of different ways. You just have to find the one that suits you. The best thing that I do that helps my anxiety is probably working out because I'm moving my entire body on a treadmill or... Um, lifting weights. I'm releasing some form of energy. I said that in my last podcast. Um, but anxiety still finds its way, and it's going to find its way. There's no way to get rid of anxiety. Anxiety is literally your body's response to danger. So, anytime you have a thought of danger, anytime that you're in danger physically, your body is going to naturally do what it needs to do to protect protect you, and so. What i'm thinking in a way to cope with anxiety is to understand that your body is only doing what it thinks it needs to do to protect you in that moment your body is not the enemy anxiety is actually not the enemy in a lot of cases anxiety actually can help you out of danger let's say um you're looking down at your phone and you're crossing the street and you look up and you see a car coming anxiety is going to either tell you to run run out the way or, you know, you're going to go into fight mode, like flight. You're going to run. You're going to move out the way. So anxiety is inf- effective in those ways as far as if you're in clear danger. What is not effective is, I mean, in is when you're not in danger and you're simply um, sitting on the couch watching TV. And then you have these feelings of overload, of overstimulation, and you don't know where it's coming from. Now, in those senses, that's when anxiety can start to take over. And so what you need to what I do what I need to start doing more is really just asking myself why are you feeling like this? Where is it coming from? Um what are your thoughts right now? And then try to dissect exactly what the stem might be because a lot of times we're just we're just trying to suppress those feelings are trying to ignore it and it's only going to get worse when you ignore it because your body is not stupid it knows when you're trying to deflect and so usually when you try to deflect anxiety or say i'm not having an anxiety attack when you're clearly breathing hard you're over hyp, you're hyperventilating you're over breathing clearly your body is telling you something's going on with me and then so for you to ignore it (coughs) your body is only going to amplify the symptoms and which is going to make you feel even worse so the worst thing to do is to deflect the the best thing to do is to acknowledge your feelings at that moment and like I said know that your body is not the enemy your body is simply doing what it needs to do just like your brain is never going to stop thinking it's just not going to do it And the sooner you acknowledge that or or, or, or come to terms with that, the easier it will be. You can never completely shut your brain off. In fact, meditation is not to shut your brain off. It's to connect the dots with your thoughts and to make them make sense. Nothing ever is going to shut off your brain. Um, And so the, the thing is to really become friends with yourself, with your thoughts to really get down to the core, the nitty gritty of where these thoughts are coming from and to break down exactly why they keep coming, you know, is not to say um, to stop them from coming, but to know why they're coming and to understand why they keep showing up in your life. And a lot of my for mine, for example, it keeps showing up. Because I haven't faced my trauma, all of my trauma. When I say all, I mean all of my trauma head on. I've faced a lot of it head on, but not all. <clears throat> and when you consider yourself healed, everything that's not healed is going to show up in your life. Your, your, the universe is always going to present the opposite of what you declare into it. So if you say, um, I'm not going to cry. The, the universe is going to present something that might make you cry. And you say, I'm not going to get angry. The universe is going to send you somebody that could potentially trigger you. So when you, and this is not to, de- it's not to deflect you from declaring things because manifestation is real, but it's to prepare you for when these things come, you're, you know how to deal with them. You know how to go a different route. You know how to counter them with a more productive, proactive way instead of going at it with boxing gloves because it's going to beat you up every single time the universe knows your weak spots it knows what touches you it knows what triggers you and so it sends it your way you can't defeat the universe the universe is what you were born into It's what you came into you live here it have studied you since you were a seed since you were a sperm cell okay since your mother had since you were in your mother's uterus it was studying you. You, you, you we li- we have to realize we reside here. So the universe and God, they both collide. They both know. And and let me say this because people be like, oh, you talk about the universe. You don't believe in God. I absolutely believe in God. But God created the universe, so the, the universe is God's. So the universe knows exactly what the fuck to do to trigger you. You have to. It's not about what comes at you. It's how you respond to what comes to you. And you don't have to keep doing and saying the same things or going the same routes that's getting you nowhere. Try a different way. Try something new. Try something more productive. Um, and so when people come at me with nonsense or try to trigger me or my anxiety is there, I acknowledge how I might feel. Sometimes you might be triggered. But then you, you, you respond in a different way. We as humans, we get so complacent with doing the same shit, knowing that we're not going to get a different result. Why do we do that? I don't know. But it's human nature. We do the same thing. Like, for example, we can literally know that a stove is hot to touch. We can know this, but we'll still touch it out of curiosity. Curiosity killed the cat. Okay? We we do stuff out of curiosity, knowing the, the danger of it. Because we want to know, is it true what they said? Is it not true? I wonder, is it hot? We know damn well, you see smoke, you see um, heat waves coming out of it. You clearly see it's red hot. But yet, you want to test the waters. So, we as humans, that's that's in our nature. And don't beat yourself up about it. It's, it's kind of like telling a dog not to bark. It's our nature. So... It's, it's about accepting our flaws and doing better. It's not about accepting the flaws and then doing the same shit. So you have to redirect. You have to. Are you going to keep ending up in the same position over and over again? And so I want you guys to really learn your triggers as well as me. Learn your triggers more. Analyze your feelings. Break down why you might be feeling a certain type of way about something. Don't just throw it to the side and say, ah. Uh, It's just anxiety. Oh, it's just anger. Oh, it's just, no, really analyze, get to the nitty gritty, the core, the real good truth of your being and really just sit in those feelings. Don't, don't try to speed it up. Don't try to fast forward it. Sit in those feelings, really analyze what is going on. Sit in it. If you got to cry, oh, well, if you have to shed a tear, you have to, if you have to, if you're sweating, if you're, whatever the emotion is, please feel it, accept it. Men and women, accept the feelings. And I don't care if you have to meditate in your closet. Find find time to meditate so you connect with self. Connecting with self is the way you get in tune with your body. I know a lot of us feel like we're we're just in a vessel. We're just going through the motions. Like we just, you know, we're just a puppet in this body. Like you're not in control. You are in complete control. You just have to learn that you're in control. You have to know that you're in control. You have to be in control of your feelings, of your emotions, of your spirit, of your of your of your body. You have to get in tune, get in touch. This is your body. This is your vessel. You are the CEO of this thing. You are the control center. You control your brain. Your brain does not control you, and I'm learning this as well. You tell your brain what to do. The problem is when you give your brain and your thoughts too much leverage over you, they take over just like anything else. If you give it a mile, it'll it'll fucking take two miles. If you give it an inch, it'll take a foot. You know what I'm saying? Once you give something power, don't be in shock when it when it takes authority over you. That's the exact definition of power authority control so take your control back tell your brain not today we're going to feel these feelings we're going i'm in control these thoughts are mine these thoughts i can navigate i can dissect okay like really get to the core of this guys Because if not, you're going to always feel like you're a puppet or you're just existing. You don't never want to feel like you're existing. You want to feel in control. You want to feel and know that this is your life and you're living it. Don't let anxiety control you. Feel those emotions. All right. This is the Black Kid Thoughts Podcast. And I'm out.